What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Fruits Chat Roulette. It is July 14th. We are back. This is Steve. I'm here with my two co-hosts, Ryan and Eric. Happy Wednesday. It's good, boys. Happy Wednesday. Happy, happy hump day. Hump happy day. hump day. I'm doing a lot of humping in this house. <laughs> one of my guys there. One month, right? Today is Luca's one month birthday. The boy is one month. Can you believe it? Like, oh, I got to say. What'd you say? Can I believe it? It does fly. It definitely, I had a lot of time off in the beginning. So I was pretty much off the majority of those, uh, what, four weeks and a couple of days. But it's, it really, being at the hospital feels like a year ago. Um, but every day feels very long, right? It feels long, but also like, how did bedtime get here so quick? I don't know. It's really odd. Like, like last night, especially now that I'm back to work, it's like, okay, let's have some dinner. Let's watch a little TV. And then it's like, let's get to bed because we know we're going to wake up in the middle of the night. So I don't want to stay up honestly past like 1030. Time is a construct, man. Uh-huh. It's uh, it's pretty crazy, but he's a good boy. He's a good boy. Big boy, if I remember. Big boy. Well, his little baby dick. Yes, it was big. Um, weight wise, we're gonna go to the doctor tomorrow. Okay. I think he's ba- I think he's uh, surpassed the eight pound barrier at this point. We'll see. We shall see. I mean, it's just incredible. It was the last time I saw him was what four days after he was born, and he was just like a little pea in a pea pod. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even think I got a chance to really see like his arms extended, his legs, and and now you're sending me pictures of him like pointing and kind of half smiling. I'm sure it's just cool to just see him actually do things instead of just sleep. I'm sure he's done. Yeah, it. yeah, he's a little bit of a mush. I was talking to Steve about this earlier. He's the smirks are coming a little bit more frequently, but. Do you remember, Ryan, when you thought like, wow, I'm seeing a lot of personality on my baby? Not um, like not month wise. I mean, I, I really would be guessing at this point. I think when they start to like be able to hold their head up a little bit more and then like even can kind of be independent in terms of like sitting, like that's mm-hmm. when you really start to feel like this is a fun thing rather than just like constantly trying to just keep them alive yeah survival mode right now yeah so that'll come like you said it's gonna fly by so yep so you know that's what we're doing in this household just pretty much making sure a baby is surviving (laughs) um same old same old every day so looking forward to chatting with my boys what is what's been new with you guys steve anything with you um I mean, it was a pretty eventful weekend. We had oh yes, I forgot <laughs> forgot about the games. We had some insane uh, finals, and I mean, especially from a Bernacchio household perspective, the fact that you have Argentina that wins their first Copa America since 1993. I didn't realize that. Wow. When you really think about the Copa America, yes, there's some talented teams. Obviously, Brazil and, and Chile for you know the last like. 10, 15 years have been very good as well. But there's only 10 to 12 teams in this tournament. 
and like a powerhouse like Argentina, how have they gone 28 years without winning it? And, and now you start to realize why Messi had like such, you know, the monkey on his back. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just was so genuinely happy for him, but I, I was in a predicament on Saturday night. So this fucking country is crazed with UFC, especially in damn Pittsburgh. So it was welcome week for a lot of the Seton Hill newcomers that started their first year. Like it's always right after 4th of July. And there's just a lot of like social events planned. Obviously last year, all the social events were like effectively canceled. So it was nice to just like go to happy hours, meet the new people. And Saturday was trip to Pittsburgh day. So in my head, I'm already starting to logistically plan this out. You know, I've already like looked at NHA, NHL finals, not happening, right? Because I think Tampa Bay won on Thursday. NBA, no game. So literally the only thing was going on was UFC preliminary fights and I think some baseball games. So it's like every bar that we go to is going to have this on the TV. We get there and I'm telling you, we are in a sports bar with maybe 80 TVs. Every single one of them is playing UFC preliminary fights of like two women being the shit out of each other. And I'm just like, what the heck? Like, before we get into like ultimately my situation, what is the craze with UFC? And I, you know what I like really broke it down because there was like one kid that I was with that was like so into it. Like he was betting on every main event fight that night. And uh, I think it's a, it's an age thing. It just wasn't popular when we were in high school and college. And maybe if like we went to college five years later, that was like, oh, let's go watch the UFC fight. I don't know. I'm trying to think that has to be it, but I do not get it at all. And I don't know if you guys know people that are like, oh, you ready for the UFC fight? And I just feel like because there's a lot of younger guys here, I was just like, no, I can care less about this UFC fight. We've got a Copa America final going on tonight. What the hell? Ooh, I like your little Arbo. I know, I this guy is from Argentina. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, UFC, it's kind of funny. I, I think when did UFC get started? Because we were like laughing at it when it was first. We're like, that's not boxing. Like, this is stupid. I don't know. Christian Greenwald joined the UFC, didn't he? Or is that like MMA? My, um, I, I remember Christian, Wood, really Christian Woodmancy, actually. Okay. Sorry, he was adopted. <laughs> um, I don't like to say that last name for reasons. Um, anyway. So MMA, UFC, what is it? I don't know. I know boxing, Muhammad Ali, ever heard of him? Sorry. So, um, yeah, I think I've always kind of, like, scoffed at it, honestly. Like, it's not a thing. But now, isn't Joe Rogan the big UFC person? So yeah, like he does some commentary. Got, yeah, he's got the best podcast, or not the best, but at least the most popular podcast. It's just it. so... Like you said, Steve, I, I think you hit it perfectly. If we were a different age and we grew up in, we were Gen Z, we probably would be like, yeah, UFC. Like that's the, that's the thing to gamble on. It's, just, it's funny too, because I found myself, because it was the only thing on until eight o'clock, um, I found myself like, you know, your small talk is going to go with what's on TV or what everyone's talking about. I think I said the word barbaric like 50 times that night. Everyone I talked to was like, I just, you know, it's just, it's barbaric, man. Like I can't really get into it. And then like at the end of the night, I kind of looked at myself. I'm like, am I a pussy? 
Like, <laughs> probably a little bit of a libtard. <laughs> Did you end up seeing the McGregor fight, which was the main event? So long story short on how my night played out, I finally got them to change the channel. And of course, on FS1, they were playing like the extra innings of a baseball game that I was just like, what the hell? Like you have a f- soccer. F- this is why soccer can't catch on in this country, because like at the end of the day, no one really cares. But then I watched it at minute 18 and Di Maria, I think, scored at like minute 20. They all of a sudden changed it right on all ESPN. So I go downstairs. I'm like, hey, man, we just had the Copa America game FS1. These two TVs, my group is the only one up there. He was like, actually, we can't change the channel, man. All the TVs are looped together. And I was just like, that's not true. I literally just saw that FS1 on two TVs and ESPN on the other, the other two. He was like, let me break this down for you, bro. He was talking like this to me. And Are you kidding me? I'm, I'm being dead serious. And I was just like, like, he wasn't being rude, but that's how he felt he needed to, like, you know, go into the conversation. He was like, let me break this down for you, bro. I don't control the TVs. I'm telling you, they're linked together. But I was like, but I just saw two different channels. He was like, and that's because someone manually changed that TV and that wasn't supposed to happen. And I'm really sorry that you like saw it like that, but I, I, we really can't do anything. I really am sorry. Um, you know, let me know if you guys need an extra drink menu or something. I was just like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Wait, tell me that he literally said, let me know if you need an extra drink menu. You're yeah, lying. Cause like, I, like, I think he's, he was upstairs and we were asking for something. He was like, let me know if that person still needs, like he just changed the subject. Wow. I was just like, and then thankfully someone, you know, I feel like, Someone always knows how to stream something better than I do. And immediately one of the guys was like, hey, here's, here's the game on FS1. And then I put it on and they were like celebrating the Di Maria goal. And I was just like, what uh, the hell? I watched the first half on the phone. I was like, let's go to a bar. The next bar had it on every other TV. So we just must have been at a UFC centric bar. Yeah. Uh, and then when I got to that next bar, the bartender was just like, he saw that I was intently watching the second half and I don't know why. I think he actually went into it kind of going like it was jokey. He was like soccer, man. I just don't get it. Call me old school, baseball, football, hockey, you know, basketball. I love them all, but I cannot get into soccer. I'm telling you, my, my eyes were on the TV and I kind of looked at him and I was like, I, I think I said like, do you, do you want me to respond to that? Like, cause I was just like, I, I can't tell if you're being a dick right now or like, and one of the other guys I was with, like, but he was like, Oh, it's messy though. Like, and you know, it, it ended up being fine. We're just like, anyway, Argentina won good night. And yes, I did see the McGregor break on a Twitter highlight later when I woke up in the morning, cause I didn't watch the actual fight, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. I feel wow. like all those McGregor, whatever, those big fights, they always, Disappoint. And, yeah, they always disappoint. It's like, but they make so much money. It's insane. Yeah. Whew. Sorry, yawned, Daddy. Well, how was uh? How was your guys' weekend? Well, Eric said got his same old shit with me. So, um, I probably talked about it before on this podcast, but I definitely have mentioned it in our group chat. So I've had um, the parts of a shed sitting in my driveway for over, about a month now. It was actually a Christmas present from my parents. 
to, I guess, Sarah and I really to me that they bought me a shed. Um, and the idea was like my dad, like we'd get it delivered because it comes like basically in a package. Everything is pre-cut and then you just follow directions. You put it together and it should be simple. Go ahead. I was going to ask, like, is there a company for this that like, is there a specific company that does this or is you get it from like Home Depot or something like that? We actually bought it through Costco, who I guess works yeah. from a supplier and then the supplier delivered it to us like on a pallet and okay. like, wrote it up our driveway and just put it where I wanted it. What are we looking like for costs for this thing? 1500 Nice. So it's a big shed, like it's 12 by eight. So it's pretty large, um, but our backyard's kind of big. So it, it doesn't look big. Um, anyway, so my dad, God bless him. And, and thank you, Dad. If you ever happen to come across this on your perusing of the podcast, thank you, for Dad. Very generous. He's, he's a, he subscribes. He might be a subscriber. Um, but it's been like Christmas for him, the idea of putting the shed together. He, he Annika. Annika. Annika, right. He has been on the edge of his seat for months wanting to put this, talking about it, planning out how we're going to do it, picking the weekend what the steps are, how long this is going to take, how long that's going to take, what supplies I need to have, what I need to have ready for him when he comes. The whole nine yards, we've been talking about it for months. So the weekend was finally here. Hanukkah morning has arrived. <laughs> so my parents come down Thursday night and it's just, it's a lot because like my mom is then going to be with Sarah and the kids all day long without me all day long for three full days and like facilitate. Yeah. And so it doesn't even matter if your mother-in-law is your best friend. I think after three full days of being with your mother-in-law, like that's hard. I'm sure let alone any house guest. Like it, it is, you sometimes you don't want to talk to people and you're like, oh, hi. Like, I guess I have to put it on right now. Exactly, exactly. And there are just things my mom does that just drives Sarah insane, rightfully so. And a lot of it has to do with the girls. Of course, she's also a very big help, but I just feel bad because like I'm outside. I'm not helping at all with the girls all day long for three straight days. And like, I know Sarah is struggling. So I just feel bad the whole time, but mm -hmm. we're outside, we're doing work. And it's just like, there's so many little things. Like, for example, <laughs> my dad, I'm like, I, I think I've talked about this in other scenarios before my dad, like I am the sous chef to my dad or I am the physician's assistant. <laughs> and it's like, hand me this tool, hand me that tool, measure, like I'm doing all the things that like a little kid could do to help like measuring something and handing him. Now, I haven't really done like dad projects with my dad yet because I haven't like had house projects yet. Eric, I envision that's how Al and you are when, when you yes. do. Yes, every dad is like that. Yeah. Even Mr. Rupert came over today because I had an electrical issue in my garage. 
first of all, I wasn't about to step up to any electric electrical thing, but it reminded me of how I work with my dad. Cause he's like, he got up, he's like, hand me that uh, power tool, hand me that hold these screws right now. And yes, it is very nice when you have two people doing something because it is great to have that person to hold shit <laughs> or like prep shit while you do the work. Right. <clears throat> right. And I'm used to it because that's how it's always been. No matter if it's changing the brakes on my car or any household project or something as big as building a shed, it's always, I'm the helper. But the thing that drives me crazy is that every once in a while he lets me do it. So whatever the it is, it could be putting in a bunch of screws. It could be, I don't even know, uh, cutting something. And I'm just like, it's as if he's like throwing me a bone. But I'm like, in my head, I'm like, dad, I know how to use a, a, a drill. Like, I don't need this, like, you're letting me do four screws and you just did 25. <laughs> like, let's, let's not play the games, Okay just finish it. I don't need to do this. If you want me to do the 25 or the 30, I'll do it. But don't give me like the last couple because like, let's just see if Ryan can do it. And at one point in the beginning, he asked me if I had a drill and I'm just like, are you kidding me? Like, of course I have a drill. It's just like, wait, we need a drill for this. This We need a drill. What? And then the last day, Okay, so for two full days, I'm, we're going at a good pace. Again, like this thing comes pre-cut, with, which totally changed the game for it because cutting the wood would have made everything double the amount of time. Every oh, yeah. wood is pre-cut. It's like putting together a puzzle. So we're, going, we're moving at a pretty good pace, which is unlike my dad, who is very much like, let me think about this thing that I'm about to do for the next step for 20 minutes. And I'm just like, just fucking cut the wood. Um, so that is out of it. But by the third day, I'm just burnt out. I'm like, I know Sarah's be reaching her, the end of her rope inside. I can do so much of what's left by myself at my own pace with my dad at home and also we were kind of under the impression that like we'd work all day Thursday, we'd work all, or we work all day Friday, work all day Saturday and like Sunday morning they would leave. But my dad was sort of hinting that like, oh, I took off on Monday. There's no real reason for us to rush home. Like staying Sunday night was never part of the plan. Like that wasn't yeah. going to happen. I was going to yeah. have to kick them out if that was an idea. But like staying late on Sunday wasn't even part of the plan. And then here we are at like four o'clock and my dad's like suggesting we do one more thing. And I was like, dad, I'm done. I, I'm sorry. We got to stop. I'm done. Gotta call it. it was just a very long three days. And like the shed is probably 90% finished. Okay. Um, good. But it, man, I, We've talked about, oh, so here's the other thing. So we spent three days with them and in a week and a half, well, in a week, they get a shore house in Ocean City and then we're going down Wednesday to Friday for three full days to be with them. And like Sarah was already like, I don't want to go. 
<laughs> I'm like, listen, they got the house like that they did to give room for like us to come, the girls to have a room, Laura and Rob, my sister and brother-in-law to come and have their own room. Like we have to go. But I was like, maybe like I'll make up an excuse. We can go late on Wednesday. I don't know. She was just like, I can't like in a week and a half, we have to do this again for three days. Like I, I need more time. <laughs> So well, it's um just random question. What's Sarah doing this summer? Is she just obviously just like taking it easy with like the kids and stuff? Well, I wouldn't call it taking it easy, but um just because she's gonna listen. That was wow. That was a bad. So you're a bad comment. I Sarah. Note to Sarah. This is a direct message to Sarah. Uh, Sarah, original rally now Trachtenberg your college friend i apologize for that comment you are a great mother and you do not take it easy when you watch the two children i know that for a fact all right go ahead ryan sorry i'll tell dana she's taking it easy too (laughs) fucking asshole i didn't mean it that way (laughs) he is taking care of the kids um you know they have a lot of activities planned and she's doing school with them in the morning which is really great um but when it comes down to it it's really two months she got off like the second week of June and she starts work like the second or third week of August. So really it's two months. Um, but we get to save a little bit for daycare and come December, we're going to be a family of five and, uh, God, I don't know how we're going to do it because <laughs> these girls are killing us. The pod will be super public at that point, And the advertising money is just going to roll in. I hope so. Every time we, we really need Aardvark to step up to the fucking what the fuck Aardvark. <laughs> um, every time I open the app on my phone that's connected to the company, like the app that we use to put it out, it says immediately the number of plays for the last episode. And it's almost like every time I look at it, because I'll look at it randomly throughout the week after I upload, I'm always just hoping for that one time that I open it and it's like a thousand plays. Like, can you imagine, like, what that feeling would be like to just he text us and be like, out. we've gone viral. We've done it. Yes. But what if the reason for it is, like, we said something really terrible that we didn't realize and we're actually being canceled? Podcaster says that women take it easy when they raise their kids. Yes. <laughs> anyway, that was my weekend. Love it. Love it. Love it. Good weekend. Before we move on to the next segment, I just want to hit you guys with some quick hits. Okay. Questions, quick topics, stuff that got brought up in our group chat that I wanted to get your thoughts on really quick. Number one, Brian, mm-hmm. go to the movies. You said you went to the movies, right? The actual movie theaters? Was that last weekend, like after your parents left, or was it Monday? So Monday night, Sarah's mom and mom specifically has been asking us for weeks, like, we really want to go to the movies with you guys. We really want to go to the movies with you guys. We want to see A Quiet Place too. Sam, Sarah's sister who lives across the street, like she's already seen it. So like, it's perfect. She can come and watch the girls and we'll treat you guys to the movies. So we went Monday night and you guys haven't, I mean, obviously Eric has not with the baby and everything, but you haven't been to the movies, right, Steve? Since I haven't been to a movie theater in like six years. I don't think anybody wow. that I know have been to the movies. I was very surprised that you like, do all movie theaters have like recliners now? Like that's how I envision it. 
I mean, this one didn't. It was very nice. Uh, the seats were very comfortable, but it wasn't like one of those recliner ones. Mm. Um, I actually texted Sean, of course, because like I went to the movies. Who am I going to tell that to? Yeah, of course. Um, and he was like, yeah, I went to the movies like during the height of the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it's great because you reserve a seat. So you already know where you're sitting when you go in. And whenever you reserve a seat, the two seats on either ends, no matter how many seats you reserve are always going to stay open. So you're technically reserving two extra seats that you're not paying for. So you never have to sit next to random people. That said, there was probably six other people in the theater on a Monday night. So it was very comfortable in terms of like COVID. Um, The movie was fantastic. Like, you both have seen A Quiet Place. I, mm-hmm. I have. I loved it. I cannot wait to see this movie after your rating. I mean, given like, I don't. Is there a movie theater near you, Steve? Uh, no, they don't do movie theaters out here. <laughs> I wouldn't think so. They do a projection against the building and like. It is funny that you. It's funny you say that because there used to be an AMC like five minutes from us, but it shut down during the pandemic. And now it's a busy beaver. I don't even know what the fuck a busy beaver is. I think that's going to be a grocery store. I'm not even you know, going to Google that as you continue with your quiet place. That is a horrific name. Anyway, hot take. A quiet place Two was I, I'm more of a TV guy at this point. Like I'm not a big movie guy. Yeah. Yeah. TV is better than at this point. But literally I. I was on the edge of my seat the entire movie. We had like a big thing of popcorn and some candy and stuff. Like, I don't even think I ate anything because I was just so focused on the movie. And like, it's one of those movies where like, you're on the edge of your seat. It's not a scary movie, but it's like things do sort of pop out and you're constantly like, because it's a quiet place. So they're all being quiet. You're Mm -hmm. like, being quiet with them yes. it's it's just it was really good and um highly recommended i remember the first one s- surprising me because i went in with low expectations just because i feel like you know most like weird creature movies are just not good yeah. these days mm-hmm. and it was very good but then i heard when they were making a second one i was like this won't be great but the trailer looked great so now i'm like so intrigued now that you say it was like amazing so i'm I'm very lo- much looking forward to it. Definitely won't go to the theaters. So yeah, I'll have to come I mean, out it's a movie. It's a movie you have to see in the theaters, honestly. <laughs> um, inside joke there. All right. To end this quick hit segment and actually quick, Eric, what is a lactation cookie? So yes, that confused a lot of people. She got some DMs about that. Like Shannon Thompson, loyal listener. We love you, Shannon. Um, responded <laughs> back to Dana and said, um, I hope you're not making cookies with breast milk. And that's what I thought it was. That's not what it is. Oh, okay. There is some kind of ingredients in there that help promote you produce more milk supply, I guess. I it's probably an old wives type tale. Is there really anything proven? Again, I have not looked deeply into it, so maybe there is some clear evidence for it, but I think it's like a fun, like Pinterest, like lactation cookies, make these, your milk supply will be great. And really, is there any scientific evidence? No, I'm probably, I'm fairly certain not, but yeah. As you you describe it, Dana's not having any trouble in that department, apparently. (laughs) Her milk supply is fine, but I guess she wanted to 
get some lactation cookies. You know, one is a little bit stronger than the other. And I think she wants to help balance that out. So I don't know if she can chew a cookie on one side of her mouth a little bit aggressively. I don't know. So that is crazy if that actually, if you're serious with that comment. That's always a thing, apparently. One boob produces more than the other. Okay. Wow. I have so much to learn in the future. Okay. Next topic. Um, Ryan, you had told us a very quick story. I believe it was last night. You had made a trip, I think, to Home Depot and maybe Lowe's with your dog, Avery, and you were at the checkout line. Why don't you give just a quick synopsis of the story? But you never really told us what the reaction was from the person uh, who was from them. from your beautiful innocent daughter but go ahead give the listeners a little went to get paint for the shed with the girls and sarah finally 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 someone comes to the paint desk and it's a a guy a young guy he's probably in his 20s with a mask on and he just he had this especially a very feminine voice he was very mousy i would say very quiet. It was hard to understand what he was saying. And he was very skinny. He just had like feminine qualities to him, but clearly a man. And my innocent little four-year-old, I tell the guy what I need. He takes my paint and he turns around and he's behind the desk. Now there's plexiglass boards, which I pray to God help dampen the sound of my daughter's cute little voice. When she (laughs) turned to me and said, daddy, is that a boy or a girl? And I, I said in the chat that I felt every pore on my body open with sweat, full (laughs) body sweat. And I'm, I'm trying not to make a scene, but I'm also trying to shut her up. And I'm like, um, uh, and then she says, she said it again. Oh my God. Is that a boy or a girl? And then I bent down to her and I was kind of like, Avery, Avery, like that's not something that you you say in public like you can think that but like we don't talk like that and i also said and that's a boy just so you know and i'm praying that the kid did not hear because it was so embarrassing and like also because he was like a little bit feminine like I just don't know what issues he might have right like i don't want him to feel bad that's my number one of thing course. of course yeah and Anyway, and of course, she's a four-year-old, and this is not going to be the last time she says something like that, but it was it was horrifying. So, <laughs> out of the mouth of babes. So, we're back from Fourth of July break, and, and Eric, you're back from your what? Three, four-week hiatus from work. How was that coming back to work? signing on it was like i definitely had the sunday scaries but i was like i'm not gonna get a project 9 a.m like right (laughs) so my boss did talk to me and he's like yeah man we'll take it easy on you and i'm like i don't know what that means am i gonna get anything assigned to me in the next month and a half um but it did bode well that the last thing I was working on that I was sending emails at like 5 a.m., like two hours before Dana's birth, we won both of those deals. Oh. So I I talked to the senior manager on it and I sent my boss and I was like, hey, just wanted to let you know, like these are both deals that are won. 
See ya. I'm checking out for the rest of the year. <laughs> nice. What, wasn't one of those deals, did, was that one of the deals that you like did a voice over, over, like record? No, I didn't. Yeah. This is actually <laughs> kind of funny. I don't think Ryan knows this. So we send out, you know what I do, right? I know I tell people, but like, do people really know? Like, tell me what I do, Ryan. You put together proposals, like presentations for a proposal to like basically get work for EY. Ryan, you are Ryan. Like Ryan is the only friend that I feel like knows what everyone does and can like really summarize it nicely in a sentence. Yes. Friend right there. Brandon works near an engine. He's an engineer. (laughs) Um, And he does it civilly. What? Um, So yeah, we work on new business proposals and we're working on, uh, for confidentiality reasons, I won't say the client name, but they're a big soda pop competitor. And um, Britney Spears has been in their commercials in the past. Um, I want to put a little bit more pep in my stuff. Exactly. Now you see my point. So um, we're doing a lot of work with them in consulting, and we have a large bid to win this um it's really confusing work, so I'm not even going to get into it. And we create videos from time to time to, like, illustrate a technology that EY, like, usually kind of proprietize. It's a proprietary technology, and it's like, how do you use it, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, sometimes you just need it. Oh I know, right? You, sometimes you need a voiceover for it. Like, there's, like, you know, stock images on the screen and words, like, with this technology, you're going to do this. And we go to a group called Creative Services Group for that. And the one guy on my team used to work for them and like just hates working with them. And he like, he's like, yo, man, he's like, you have a great voice. Do you mind if I get a voiceover for you? I'm like, for a video that you want to send said soda pop conglomerate. And he was like, yeah, man, like, it's just, you have a great voice. And I was like, one, I've never heard that in my life. Like <laughs> I, everybody usually hates their own voice, like recording wise. Mm-hmm. But like, I was like, I, I really just don't think it like, even if I'm thinking objectively here, it's not like a voiceover voice. And he's like, I, obviously I know what we do. So I, I knew to pick it up and like make like 10 takes of it so they could pull from it. So yeah, I did a video for that company and it got some, wow. I, it wasn't a deal that I was on. I was just helping with that, Steve. So that was a long story, but like, that company literally, like the CEO, CIO, <laughs> they're literally listening to a video with yours truly's voice. Do you think one of them said to the other, like, get me that man's voice? I need it. <laughs> well, he did. Who is say, that man? Shout out to Blue. Is this called Blue Ball? Whatever this podcast mic is. Um, he was like, whatever mic you have, it was awesome. Oh, good. Yeah. The sponsor right there, but anyway, work has been fine. I know yeah. when uh, you signed on for the first time on Monday, you would you would send a, a little picture in the chat, you know, signing on for the first time, and and we all got a glance at your background, and this is always an interesting topic, at least for me. Um, and I feel like everyone designs their desktop a little bit differently, so why don't you? Just describe to our listeners what your desktop looks like. 
Uh, just minimize looking at it right now. Just a bunch of icons. We got about 25 Word docs, a couple PDFs, couple zip files, a couple videos. I guess my next question is, why do you want to see the world burn? <laughs> I used to be organized in that sense. And then I just realized it's much easier to be quick. So sometimes I will just, if I don't have a spot for it, I save to desktop. I'm not looking to the desktop to find it, but I can just go in my desktop for folder and search it. It's Isn't so, it funny how different your personal stuff and your work stuff might be? See, if you guys are the same as me, my work desktop is not nearly as bad as Eric's, but it's the same philosophy. And I probably have about, a third of the screen filled with files, just random files. And my work email, I don't know that I've, except for spam emails, I don't know that I've ever deleted a legitimate work email. Like wow. my email inbox, they're all red, but there's probably 10,000 emails in it. Same. Because the same way as Eric saying that he would search. I can go up to my Outlook search bar and search for an email from two years ago that for whatever reason I suddenly need. Like I am so hesitant to delete any work email, but my personal email is clean as a whistle. And my personal computer desktop has two folders on it. And I would never save another file randomly on my desktop. Like it's I don't even email. have a PC. I don't have a personal computer. There you go like my home, it's my phone. So like, and it's funny, my personal folder on my work laptop is very organized because yeah. I want to know where my mortgage is. Right. And like, there's That's much more important. I'm like, I hope I don't lose my laptop because it's got all of my statements on it. Um, I don't have anything like saved. Steve, I guess it's on the cloud somewhere. Organized, no matter the scenario, no matter the... And it's a bigger philosophy, right? It's how do you track dues, right? And, and maybe that's my question for you guys, right? How do you track your work to dues, even your personal to dos? And I'm always trying to figure out the more most efficient way to do this. Wow. Speaking Ryan is holding I'm up. And I'm sorry to cut you off. Ryan just held up a beautifully handwritten notebook. Like you have great. What's that word when they talk about handwriting? Great. Um, 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 penmanship. Penmanship. Yes. I have, what are these called? Moleskin? Moleskine? Moleskin? Nope. <laughs> I always pronounce them Moleskin. I think <laughs> they, they're written like Moleskin, but they're yeah. pronounced differently. I don't know. Every page, every two pages is a different week. And this is how I track my to-dos for work so there you go steve Fucking john wow. nash and a beautiful mind um, trees but, that's awesome i know you I all love you. crossing off something you did that's why i do it and it's funny i i used to be a notepad guy um but i find myself work email personal email i'm an indexer of emails and i do get in trouble sometimes because you guys are right when you're trying to find that one email you're just like all right, which of my 150 subfolders that I put this in? I labeled them like very nicely. Yeah, I bet. But think about it. I'm in tax, right? So I organize things by client, 
probably had like 50 clients over the years. And every client has like 2015, 2016, within 2015, maybe the various projects in there. Wow. Is it like too crazy? Yes. But like sometimes I just find myself like I just organize things for two hours this morning and it's a waste of time, but it makes me feel better inside. So my inbox at all times, personal and work, if it has more than five in there, I'm very anxious, very. So I clear emails and it also helps me. I'm a client server. So like I know at the end of the day, it's, it's a fact. I'm a tax accountant. I'm a client server. And I need to respond to clients. And I pride myself on I, the reason I don't keep an email in there. It means I've already responded and it's already taken care of. And the stuff in there is my to do for that day. And that's how I operate. But like, so Ryan, you have a notepad. Eric, I'm sure you do things as well. Like to me, it's just how do you keep track of your to do's? And sometimes I do get lost in lists, man. It's just, it's, it's actually kind of scary. I think that sometimes the to-do list takes more time than the list. Mm-hmm. And I stopped doing it at work. I have a OneNote. I don't know if you guys use OneNote. It's a great- well, I use OneNote now, yeah. Digital notebook. And I was hesitant at first. I was like, I don't really like this. But I was like, wait, this makes total sense. And I stopped writing everything after that. Um, and usually- I'm, I'm big on like alarms, like calendar alarms. Like literally I'll have something at 8 a.m. every morning. I'll just change it for every day that says to do. Sometimes it's personal stuff on there, but it's like, this is what I want to do today. I, I do that too. And like when I like specifically like at 9 a.m., I know I'm going to like want to, I don't know, text someone. I know that sounds like ridiculous, but sometimes I just remind myself like, remember to text dad and ask him about this at this time. So if I text him like at 10 p.m. on a night, he won't respond or something like that. I'm weird like that. So I do like put in my personal to-dos like that. But then OneNote definitely uh, consolidates all of my like crazy thoughts, which is. So that, not to change the subject too much, but while we're on work, I was thinking of this the other day because a coworker mentioned a story of like an endeavor outside of work. And it made me think about a lot of times, and I think this is just like the culture at this organization that I work at, where it's like, you know, we're so cool and flexible and fun loving, but like, we talk about stuff that we do outside of work that kind of has a revenue stream to it. So it's like, what are you doing? You know, this job or the other one? <laughs> and um this you know ey is usually demanding so i guess we kind of just assume like it's a hobby but i'll never forget when i first joined we were going around the room like it was a big team meeting and some guy was like i'm writing this book and i was like you're writing a book like this was a fictional book but he was a writer <laughs> and i was like what are you if you make it you're just gonna quit i i just don't know but it, everybody was like that's so awesome and then recently I, we just hired this guy and his like fun fact was he likes making gelato. And he's like, I'm hopefully, I'm hopefully making this a business later in life. Like I've, I'm, I'm taking a class right now and like learning the business. And I'm like, we just hired you. <laughs> so I don't know if you guys experienced that, but I just find it so funny because everybody gets like, overly supportive what i find on my team like 
that is amazing. I hope you can make that business one day. Like you're going to be a great entrepreneur. And it's like, huh? Because then also what that means is like, and you're going to quit EY. I'm going to work this job. (laughs) (laughs) Like I get it. But at the same time, it just was a funny thing. No, it is. Yeah, it is awkward. I mean, listen, everyone has personal lives and can do whatever they want in that time. But to then just like openly talk about some revenue acquiring thing that you're doing outside of your normal job, which theoretically takes time itself. And like you said, EY is very demand it. Yeah. There is some like awkwardness to that. And I'm sure even the people that are like, Oh, that's so great. Might be going back to their spouse and be like, can you believe Michelle is also working in MLM? And she just messaged Dana and was like, Hey girl, I know you're pregnant, but like, and I'm so excited for that baby. Oh my God. I love this girl voice. Can we have Ryan girl voice on every Keep going with this role play. Am I hot? Am I hot? (laughs) Amazing. But yeah, it's true. Wait, time out like that. I was thinking of the fact that like, (laughs) Ryan's making fun of me for saying time out. I was thinking of the fact like, okay, if this hobby becomes something they would eventually leave. But you're right. It's also the kind of like less obvious, like, okay, so they're not really working hard at this actual job. (laughs) Like they're more focused on their hobby. Of course. (laughs) That's a great point. Now, that's why I can't tell anybody we have a podcast. I was just going to ask you that. Like, did you mention that's your revenue stream? I would be a hypocrite. <laughs> I would throw my values outside my win- outside the window because of what I've just said. It's like Ryan tells his coworkers he makes sheds on the side. God, one and only shed I'm ever building, especially with my dad. But um, yeah, I, I look forward to the day. This is a revenue stream. <laughs> like, how do we make that happen? Seriously. Well, um, first we make our Instagram public. Eric, you pussy. <laughs> Dana called me out on that. Um, yeah, we should probably make that public. We need advertising. Um, my like would for this. I'm kind of curious. Is a media brand. It's not necessarily a podcast. Like it's Instagram. It's podcast. It's YouTube. We have to apply to the Gen Zers. You know what I mean? I'm curious. Like what our listeners think like our friends (laughs) no they're not our friends they're random people they're friends um but like could we is this podcast a detriment to our current careers i don't know the answer you mean i actually was thinking of it as like could it be a benefit like i feel like nowadays Everybody's looking for that, you know, X factor when you talk about like people and it's like, oh, yes, I did all this at EY. Steve, say you want to move on. Did all this, worked with this client, blah, blah, blah. I also have a podcast on the side. And it's like somewhere where an employer could actually look you up and be like, wow, they're interesting. Now, you couldn't say anything offensive and get canceled, but like, oh, you have a podcast? What do you guys talk about? Oh, I just had a basic bitch fall. Uh you know, uh, to-do list, bucket list. <laughs> that was a that was an early episode. Like an if early. Eric were to ever apply to Pepsi, 
the CEO might listen and be like, whoa, that's the voice. You, you messed up and said the client name and now I'm going to get fired. I'll bleep it out. That'll be a fun new producer thing I can do. Wait, you should bleep that out. I like that. All right. It's about that time. And, uh, and Raga, you said you were on vacation next week. So we're going to take probably two week hiatus. Unless do we want to do a twenties show. Eric, I got your attention. Looking up from your phone, little piece of shit. He's back to check an email. Did you want to do a twin show? Twin show. Um, TBD. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, so we'll see you all in two weeks. (laughs) We'll see you all in two weeks. We got Ryan's vacation to look forward to. We've got Eric and some baby stories and, you know, who knows what the hell is going on with his life. I think I may actually be going rafting with some of Mallory's resident friends this weekend. I'm looking forward to that. Um, but yeah, let's enjoy this summer, boys. Can you guys try to see A Quiet Place? I'm hearing that you can like see it on Paramount Plus or something if you get a free trial for a month. So mm-hmm. look into that because okay. that might be possible. I like that. I actually am going to do that this weekend because Mallory was looking for a movie night. I like that. Oh, I'm going to see Space Jam this weekend. So I'll, I'll have a review on that. It's that going to be on looks, HBO. It looks that terrible. That looks so bad. And maybe I'm biased because I just don't like LeBron James and the original was so good, but the trailer just doesn't. It really, it wasn't going to be something we would be interested in, but our friends, they were really interested in it. And we were like, they have a little kid. So we're going to do like yeah. a movie night in our house. Anyway, watch A Quiet Place. Steve, Eric, everyone that's listening, it's good. All right. Bye, everyone. Have a good rest of your July. Bye. Love y'all. Bye. Oh, my gosh. Do you see this interface that Adam has? Yeah. Crazy. Holy shit. <gasps> uh, what? This car looking- is so fucking cool. Are you looking at the horse on the ground? Yes, I gasped. <laughs> Why is Adam the coolest? Adam's cool factor just went up so much. Sorry. We're just commenting on Adam's new car. Oh my God, how nice does that look? How did he get the Mustang thing in his driveway? It's a light from the door projecting on the ground. What? Grandpa. No, Steve. <laughs> hey, that's a thing. You never seen that before? They don't, don't have those in Murrsville. I have no clue what you guys are talking about. You're talking about the Mustang on his driveway? Yeah. That's not chalk? That's in, yes, that is a light. I'm mesmerized. I need a Mustang. Holy shit, look at that interface. This is so cool. Okay. Wow. We're losers. <laughs>